This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. 2000-2001 is where where Eddie and, and myself were teammates. Start off in San Diego, playing for Bruce Bochy, just won just won the World Series this year, and then we're teammates once again in 2001, playing for Lou. So we had back to back classics. We got Bochy, and then we go to Lou. I don't I don't think it gets better than that. that. That's my that's the way I saw it. I mean, I just enjoyed the heck out of both of those guys. What do you remember? Our San Diego year, we had a good bunch of guys. Boach obviously made it great, but we weren't very good. I think we finished in third or fourth place. We move on together as uh, I like to call it a package deal. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with that. But uh, we go to we go to Seattle in 2001 playing for Pinella and awesome bunch of guys. Uh, usually, you know, I laugh when when people talk about team camaraderie and, oh, did they have chemistry? Well, usually when you win, you come away from those years going, man, everybody on that team was a great guy. When you lose, you usually leave and everybody's finger pointing at people. What do you remember about just the brief time that you had in Seattle that 2001 season? Yeah, I mean, it was great for me. I mean, I was I was at the tail end of my career when we played together. You know, I was basically a role player, um, you know, kind of a platoon guy in San Diego and then really just kind of the 25th man, if you will. I mean, there's 26 now, but I was kind of that 25th guy uh, in Seattle. So, you know, I'd play a little bit for Olerud, the tough lefty, you know, maybe go to left. Um, I even caught an inning for the first time in 10 years when Lou just told me, hey, Spray, you're going to catch the ninth. I'm like, all right, haven't done that in 10 years, but let's let's give it a jingle. Um, but yeah, I think we, it was it was great. I mean, obviously I walked in, I, I signed late in May and the team was already in the lead and um, it was like, like for me, it was like a paid vacation year, right? You guys were just rolling. I mean, I didn't, I think I got a hundred at bats and got to sit back and watch Ichiro have an incredible rookie year. You were in the middle of a, you know, one of your probably best years you had, um, you know, just everybody, Oli was doing good and David Bell and I mean, Dan Wilson. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Edgar, you know, this, the amount of talent on that team, uh, that went along that continue to have, you know, longer and longer careers was incredible. You got a lose story for me? <laughs> well, my favorite lose story is this wasn't there, but this was told me by Dan Wilson. And uh, so Brian Price, who was our pitching coach, right? right. At the time, I got to hear a lot of the lose stuff because I was on the bench the whole time. So he tells, uh, he calls, everybody called Brian Price BP, right? Well, Lou didn't know everybody's name. Like, you know, he called everybody's son. He didn't know anybody son. who, even on the team, he didn't know Edgar's name. He didn't know anybody's name. So this this happened in Cleveland, I guess. And so um, he says, CB, hey, CB, CB. And Price is like, I'm not answering. So finally, he's got to answer the manager. He says, uh, well, Lou, it's BP, but yeah, what do you need? 
<laughs> he says, get Ossenmacher up. He goes, well, I would, except we pitched three innings ago for the other team. <laughs> and he's like, but get that other lefty hander up. He's got an A in his name. Whoever that guy is, get him up. So I thought that was kind of classic Lou. So he, he he was unbelievable. I I loved it. I got to see him in uh, Seattle this this summer at the All Star game. I was up there. We had little mini reunion for <clears throat> for the All Star game. They had the All Stars from two thousand one. Lou came out and uh, it, it was great to see him. It, it was pretty cool, Eddie. I mean, it, you would have loved it being in that room. Just it, it, we get it gave us about twenty minutes. And every, you know where they put us, they stuck us in because we had to go out for the ceremony right before the All-Star game tipped off. So that's all hidden in a room. So it's when you first walk into the clubhouse, if you hang a quick left into that equipment room, they just smashed us all in there. And there was like 20 of us in a, uh, in a, I want to call it a 20 by 20. Anyway, big Rude sitting there and you had Freddie Garcia and, and Buner and Griffey were throwing out the first pitch. So they were in there with us and I was sitting with Lou on the couch and I just wound him up like I always do and let him go. So I'd bring up something. Hey Lou, what do you think? You know, I'd bring up something about the current state of the game. And I knew that he would, he would differ with. And I'd say, Lou, what do you think about this? And Oh, booty shit. And he'd go. And it felt like we were back in 2001, just for that 20 minutes. It was really cool to, to sit around and listen and have an Olerud chip in and, with his backpack on. It was great. Yeah. The one thing I, I appreciate about him as a manager is I felt like he treated everybody the same. Like he, he didn't, he was, you know, he would rag the superstars. He would rag the bench players. He would get on them equally. Right. But the one thing I appreciate about him is, and he would talk a lot of trash on the, about the players on the field when they were out there. If he made a mistake, he's like, what did I bone doing? I can't believe it. But as soon as you came into the dugout, he went right up to you and got on your ass. So, yeah. it, it, you know, you didn't sit there and have, you know, somebody like, oh, you should have heard what Lou was saying about you when you're on the field. You know, and I right. just appreciate that, that honesty and upfrontness. It was always, it was always, the, it was always really cool that way. So. Well, you know, when I explained Lou, because I played for him two different times as a rookie and man, we had a, we had some battles and almost, almost went to blows, like real blows. And I come back as a veteran player. And we had a completely different relationship. And to this day, one of my favorite men, not, not, not managers, but one of my favorite men in, of all in all of baseball that, that I've encountered throughout my career. And, and I just found with Lou is he's not for every team, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if you've got a bunch of men that he respects, not only as players, but as men, that man will take a bullet for you. But if he doesn't respect you as a player, how you play the game, or as a man, it's going to be a long season. And I saw a lot of guys struggle with that. But that particular uh, group of guys in 2001 and, and 2002 uh, worked perfectly because they were they were what I was talking about. People that Lou could talk to had thick skin. You got to have thick skin when you play for Lou. You can't really? you just roll over. I, I, I hear you what you're saying about being on the bench and hearing Lou Bodie, what the hell's he doing out there? He'd say, when I came in the dugout, he first thing he'd say is Bodie, what do you, and I'd say Lou and I'd throw my glove at him. I say, you go play it. You go field it. That was a tougher, you know, I I'd explain what happened. And usually at the end of the conversation, he'd throw his hands up and go, all right, son, whatever, let's just get a hit or something like that. But I appreciated that about him because I could be honest with him 
we could have our differences. We'd work it out and we'd move on and we were professionals. But yeah, I think you're right. I think he was fair, but you, you couldn't be it, Lou is not for the timid, timid guy or the weak. Yeah. No, he was, he was fantastic. Another story. So we had Sasaki was our closer that year, right? I think he was leading the American league and, in saves and you know obviously i was a duck out i would come out from the cage that was right underneath you know there and i'd be hitting or whatever and he'd come in he starts smoking his cigarette and he's like this guy's killing me i'm like what are you talking about he's like sasaki that, that guy he's killing me i go he's leading the american league in saves he goes he stinks i can't believe it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how he snag underneath that's how he was i I love the c c c b c b no it's bp but let's move on (laughs) who was our who was our backup outfielder the right hand javier no no there was we had a young right-hander um i remember Uh, what was his name well bloomquist kind of no no you're thinking different different year javier was okay but we had that it was a young young right-handed oh i know uh, who you're talking about you pinch Uh, ran a lot and everything gibson yeah, Gibby. Yeah, yeah. But he at one point he says, Hey, there was a left hander in the bullpen. He's like, righties, get loose. So all the righties get up off the bench. Good he's like, Not you, Gibby. You're not hitting. <laughs> I said hitters. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna hit. <laughs> but that's yeah. how he was. That's how he was. And, and once you prove yourself to him, man, that guy he'll go to the mat for you. But until yeah. you do, can you imagine being a big leg? You're a big ligger. Yeah. <laughs> righties get ready and then he says not you <laughs> but I'm right handed yeah but you're not a hitter you're a pinch run guy yeah oh uh, he's, yeah, he's unbelievable he's unbelievable 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.